is Yesenia Diaz here, welcoming you to True Stories, where we discuss anything and everything inspiring and mind-changing. I wanted to get right into this week's topic of trust and how as a society, especially in the culture of youth today, we don't trust many people. It's obvious with the rise of cell phones and social media usage that it's easier to pretend to be someone you're not online. Not only that, many of us come from broken families and are living in an age where information is so easily accessible that we can now Google the truth on anyone and come to our own conclusion about what we were taught in school. We can receive the wrong information from schools, be lied to by our own parents, and misled by our own peers. When your trust is broken by someone, you, s- you end up seeing them differently. Your relationship is different, and the only thing that can repair that trust is time. Nowadays, we don't really take the time to work for the trust we earned and lost. The reason trust takes so much time to build is because you finally get someone that you trust and you actually feel vulnerable to them. Have you ever thought of what it really means to be vulnerable to someone? Just the word vulnerability, if we focus on that, is kind of scary to think about. But let's actually talk about this. Have you ever felt vulnerable to someone before? Vulnerability feels like that moment when you lay out your heart for someone in fear that they could save it or crush it to smithereens. That's what vulnerability is. Vulnerability is putting your heart on the line and not knowing what to expect from the other person. And if you're curious, that's marriage every single day. (laughs) That's marriage. Um, Vulnerability with my husband is in a few examples admitting Things like spending extra money, lying to him, gaining weight, suffering depression, overeating, losing a job, moving, debt. Um, He just knows everything and understands all my insecurities, especially insecurities about my own weight, my health, face, like acne, my hair. I'm shy. And, you know, he's still with me through all those horrible, embarrassing and low points of my life. I can only take the anxiety of vulnerability from one person, and that's my husband. That's only because I can trust him wholeheartedly. I know that he wouldn't hurt me on purpose, and I can trust him for that. I can't entirely be that way with my father or mother, at least not yet, and I'm able to be this way more and more every day with my sisters. But my husband has seen the worst in me and the best in me. Like I've said before, I have big insecurities about small things that aren't a big deal to him, And vice versa, he lays his heart out on the line to me every day. And I have the choice to squash it or work with it and love his heart. As scary as it may be, it's like the best feeling in the world for someone to love you in spite of the fact that you're not perfect. In our marriage, we work very hard to keep trust and regain trust if we lose it wholly or partially. For those of us that throw people away as soon as they lose our trust, I understand that this is the culture of today. But to provide a bigger impact on someone else's life, you can have them rebuild that trust with you or you can rebuild that trust with them. Now, of course, if you steal from me or steal something from me, I'll forgive you and we can work on being friends again, but you won't be holding on to my purse for a very long time. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about because that's just wisdom. What I'm talking about is situations where um, your spouse lies to you. Would you throw away everything you've worked on just for that one mistake? Would you just work on regaining that trust? Now, of course, 
Like I said, if you steal from me, I'll forgive you, but you won't be holding on to my purse. And actually, we don't even have to be friends again. You just know, I just need you to know that I've forgiven you. And it's a great power to forgive someone because it's one of the best feelings in the world. It's like having weights removed from your chest. Have you ever had anyone tell you that they have forgiven you? And even though you don't deserve it and you messed up, it just feels like you can't believe that person, a person is really that good of a person to forgive you even though you messed up. That is why it's great to forgive someone and let them go and mend relationships with the people who truly matter. To me, the people who truly matter are my mom, my dad, like my family in general. Um, I don't always have a good relationship with them, but I still try my best to, to fix things with them. And I believe that now this is a moment where we've done a lot better and that we're a lot closer than we were, especially in our teenage years. But going forward, imagine a time where you messed up. Remember that moment where you found out, where you realized you lied or you cheated or you stole or you were, you were caught red-handed. Um, a person with standard morals could feel disappointed, like you would feel disappointed in yourself. And be hurt that you actually hurt someone else. But you know what? What if that other person, instead of saying, I, I don't forgive you, actually did forgive you. Like I said before, that power, that those words are more powerful than just paying back someone the same way you paid them. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to me where if my husband steals my chocolate bar, I'm not gonna steal his the next time that he buys an extra pair of chocolate bars, you know what I mean? I'll buy double and I'll give him one. Like, that's just being the bigger person. And although that's hard and it's easier to pay someone back the same way they paid you, it's better for you to be the better person. And that is the reason for that is that you can't blame yourself for anything you've done. And it will lay heaping coals on their heads. And that's a scripture from the Bible. Um, as in, it's all their fault, obviously. But at the end of the day, because they're forgiven, it's almost as if they want to be a better person because you are a better person. But if you were to pay them back the same way they paid you, there's no difference. There's no lesson learned. Mm. It's uplifting and different because nowadays no one does that anymore. And it is true. Trust can be earned even if it's broken. My husband and I are pure examples of that. Not only that, but other couples are a testament to this fact, too. You can't have a successful marriage without forgiving failures, and that's impossible to have. You will fail, and you will need to forgive your spouse. Otherwise, you end up getting divorced, and believe me, that's probably why the divorce rate is really high. I'm going to give you an example. One of the worst things my husband ever did was spend my savings money in my account. To this day, he doesn't remember him doing that, but I remember because it hurt me. I trusted him with our finances, and when it was too late, my money was gone, and we were so close to not making rent. Years have passed now, and today I have my eyes on our bank account, and he does also. And he makes, obviously, not obviously, but he does make more money than me. Um, he's in the entertainment business, so... 
dancing, uh, acting, all that makes more money than what I do, um, at least for right now. But it's just wise for me to have my eyes on the bank account also. It, it creates less temptation for the other person to uh, mess up. For example, like if you knew you were the only one in charge of the bank account, you would understand or you would know that hmm, my spouse isn't going to check it. I can do whatever I want with this money. And the reason why I say this is because I'm that kind of person. That is why we both have to have our eyes on the bank account. Um, I mean, if you think about it, you had a long day, a long week working. You just want to spend some money on yourself, you know. But the other person's there to help you say or think, hey, we owe this to this person or we should pay this bill off first. So it's it creates a... Uh, a place where with checks and balance and one person checks the other person and balances them out. Now, let's say, um, well, actually, let's go back. Um, long story short, I forgave him. I was mad at and upset with him for over a year, probably two years. I held that grudge, but I had to let it go and begin to learn to trust him again because he never did it again. Um, was I really going to get a divorce over an 18-year-old spending all our money? He was young. He never lived on his own. Um, it's not that big of a deal. I know it sounds crazy, but when you're looking at spending your lifetime with someone, one mistake doesn't shouldn't determine the rest of your life or the rest of their life. It's like one of my sins or one of my mistakes shouldn't it doesn't determine who I really am. It just determines that moment of what I did. Um, so either way, he worked very hard to repair the damage. And he earned back that money. And his hard work and determination is what led me to trust him again. Now, let's say he still spent money and he, cha- he never changed. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be the person to say, we're not going to, we, we got to split up. I'd just have full control of the money. Um, one bank account, and I would control it. And I'd know that he'd be just bad with money, and some guys are just like that. Um, but thankfully, I don't have a husband like this. <laughs> um, for anyone who does, I'm sorry. That must be so stressful. Um, but yeah, life is too short to distrust every single person that messes up. There are so many valuable friendships to be had with people that eventually will mess up and you will mess up too. And it's unfair for someone to automatically just stop being friends with you just because you messed up one time. I know it's hard and I know like it's crazy and far-fetched to hear this from someone, but it's really true. Like the best relationships are with the people that you forgave. And um, they're not going to be perfect. And friendships that last are just the ones where you forgive the person who screws up. Relationships that are strong have partners that understand each other's weaknesses and strengths. And how would you know uh, someone's weaknesses or strengths without being with them and forgiving them through all those hard times? I wonder if you would be able to forgive someone or give them a second chance. Would you be able to do that and maybe reflect on your own mistakes and think about if you'd like a second chance? And if you knew that you had that second chance, you would have never, ever done that mistake ever again. Um, 
I know that that sounds so hard and it's really weird coming from me. I know that. But um, believe me, it works. It works. When someone realizes, wow, I can't believe that they forgave me even though I, I messed up, they value that. And they think that they start thinking they should be a better person. Um, again, use your wisdom and realize when some people just completely take advantage of you, they are there, they're out there, but there are just some friendships that you're just throwing away just because you decide to, oh, they messed up. I'm not going to be their friend anymore. All right. So that was my lesson for this week. It's been a while. I know, um, I'm looking forward to doing more weekly podcasts. Um, I've been researching and working on the blog a lot more. Um, with new articles. Um, so definitely check those out at TrueWork slash blog. Keep up to date with us on Twitter um, and on Instagram at TrueDOTWorks. And if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can email me at ydiaz at TrueWorks or follow me on Twitter at ythegreatdiaz. And if you would like to give me more topics to talk about, please do email me, like I said, at ydiaz at true.works. All right, have a great week until next time.